bum 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 I was so excited this like like yesterday when I was making the little artwork for Instagram. Yeah. I was like, oh fuck yeah, this is this episode ten? Hell yeah, we're so close, so close. Yeah. Fair enough. I mean, it's a huge thing. I mean, I had, I mean, when we started this, I thought like we'll just fuck around. I mean, I I didn't know what to expect though. Neither did I. So, but yeah, every every like every week, I'm somehow just. I guess learning more, or being more into the idea of doing a podcast, like just just getting more into it, so that I start like. Just I mean, right? Mentally so, and behind yeah, the scenes yeah. doing things. Yeah. So it's I think that's fun. Getting to be part of the routine or whatever. I mean, so definitely now. Yeah. I mean, we we're still working on those kinks, really, because you're yeah. still in university, right? And you don't really have the leeway of free time. Yeah, yeah, but fuck, man. I think we can always manage. It's not like I mean, yeah. yeah it's not like it's five hours out of the day that you personally have to, you know. Right, right. So we'll be fine. Episode ten. Hell yeah. Onwards to hundred. I don't know. Whatever. I don't know what the next milestone is. Twenty. I'm celebrating every ten. <laughs> <laughs> Usually people celebrate like just fifty, and then like hundred. You yeah, know, we. I'm celebrating every ten because fuck me, man. We That's have ten you. weeks. Yeah, it's ten whole right. weeks. Exactly. So it's like, do what you can to celebrate. Because fifty episodes would literally be a fucking year. Yes, it's literally next year. Fiftieth yeah. episode is next year. Oof. It's far away. So, fuck me, man. Although speaking about next year, this year, speaking about next year. This year has gone so quick. Yeah. I I I'm seriously I'm I've, I've I feel like I've blinked and it's gone fucking bullets. We were in August. Right. Kind of. It's thirtieth of July, but it's still it's like it's... who, how 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 do we even get to fucking? I don't know, man. August. Last year felt like it. Kind of took forever to end for me personally. Like it just it just wasn't ending, and I was like, this. It wasn't a bad thing, really, but at the same time, it wasn't the greatest feeling. But then this year, ever since like end of Jan, because after my birthday, like it was slow all the way until my birthday. Like after my birthday, like everything just blindsided me and just went fucking full steam ahead, and I love it. And I actually have a feeling, just a little feeling, and I know why. So I watch Formula One, right? And you're anticipating every weekend. Yeah. Right. So you you and you you I don't know. Personally, I I live for that Sunday, that that the the, the race uh-huh. day. So right. the whole week, kind of just in the end becomes irrelevant once that Sunday Grand Prix hits. Uh-huh. Like even though sometimes yeah. they take like a two week break between Grand Prix or three weeks, or sometimes just back to back. Like the whole week feels irrelevant once that Grand Prix hits. So I guess maybe that's a thing in which like I, I like completely just fucking black out and I'm like, oh, Grand Prix weekend, 
Hell yeah, time to watch, eat some popcorn. And then gossip yeah, with Mel about what's happening in the Grand Prix. <laughs> yeah, it's just fun, man. I mean, yeah, the... With me, at least. <laughs> so, you you keep track of your days by watching the Grand Prix. Yeah. Right? With me, it's like I'm literally on the fucking bed almost 24-7. I'm sleeping, I'm eating, <laughs> I'm... I'm uh, taking my classes. I'm doing this part. I'm literally on my bed right now. No cap. Yeah. So, <laughs> the uh, to me it's all the, because I'm doing the same thing. It, to me, it's almost like I'm in the same moment. Uh, like you said, you just get <laughs> you're, <laughs> you're living the life of a singularity. You're in that singularity moment. <laughs> just like life is. Is was it and it and, and it's infinite. And I'm just gonna live. Because surroundings are supposed to change, and that's how you know time passes, right? Yeah. The sun sets. Yeah. I guess. This is the This the same bed. It's the same tiger pillow. <laughs> uh, I guess I'm I'm with you on that. I don't go out the house. I go out the house for what? Go to the shop and then come back, right? So my surroundings have been this wall. My like on my PC it has been it's just this is ninety nine percent of my surroundings this year. So I guess maybe that throws away the illusion of time passing. Like you don't know if it's right. fast or slow because the lighting in here is not outside light too because I barely get outside light. So it's like artificial light. So you, I guess I lose track of time that way too because Fair even for like work or like starting to stream. I look up and I'm like, oh shit, I have to start, kind of thing. It's never a, oh, I'm waiting, I know I have an hour left. It's always a look up and say, oh fuck, I have an hour left, okay, time to get hustling. So time moves very weird. So, I don't know if I'm looking forward to this quarantine ending or not, but it's 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 a oh, benefit fuck. I see of, of quarantine ending, is that I get a reality check on time again. Yeah, yeah. There's a world outside this fucking bubble. Oh, there's it's, people. It's a big. It's it's. I mean, I was gonna say it's a big bubble. It's it's a small bubble that I'm in. My bubble is me, my mom, like the maid, and a neighbor or two, and my shopkeeper. My shopkeeper and I are tight, man. Yeah, <laughs> like, my he's really my homie. Sometimes he just opens the shop for me. So I'm like, hey, I need something. He's like, okay, come to the shop. And then he's like, with this <laughs> fucking thing, opening the shutter. Yeah. Like, what do you need? And sometimes oh, I just yeah. need, like, open the shutter for you? I only need one thing. Sometimes <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I just needed a drink. I just needed some Pepsi. <laughs> he's like, this motherfucker. I had to wait, get out of my house, come all the way here, open this godforsaken shutter, and you just get a Pepsi. But yeah. Right. I mean, to me, it's it's like fucking. Uh, obviously, I don't want to actually learn college because I can sleep and attend classes here. So, like, once a week, let me go meet my friends in college <laughs> and dress. Rest of the I don't fucking oh, care. Yeah. Dressing normally, that's gonna be weird. Jeans, <laughs> fuck. Underwear. Oh. Okay, I'm 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 in underwear, but like. Ah, jeans, just wearing man. fucking jeans <laughs> just seems, it seems like it's it's gonna be so tough for me for like a good month to adjust. 
Cause I've been in short pants now for almost a year and a half plus. Like even before we went into quarantine, it was summer, right? So I was to work, <laughs> yeah. I was wearing short pants. Wow. Cause they allow you to wear whatever the fuck. And I was wearing short pants to work, and like I've only worn jeans three times like since quarantine hit last year, and that was to go to my uncle's house. Uncle Joe. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Joe I... needs the uncle's. <laughs> he skin. Joe, Joe likes me covered head to toe. <laughs> In a fucking gimp suit. Like, like latex, too. <laughs> uncle Joe needs me in latex. Just pure latex. But above the latex, just on the pants, he needs jeans. Yeah. That's how I have to show to Uncle Joe. But, yeah. Like, I don't know. It's, I, I don't know. It's gonna be very weird. Fair enough. Uh, the only time I bought the jeans to go uh, get the vaccine. <laughs> the <only time> <laughs> fucking vaccine. I'm so, I'm so into fucking places about that, man. Because now I'm reading uh, articles of the doctors in fucking India. Yeah. Are testing positive after taking two doses of the vaccine. I'm like, these bitches yeah. still get it. I'm like, what the yeah, fuck? It's, true. it's not 100% effective, uh, uh, not because it's uh, bad science, but because of the mutations of the virus. Oh, no, I understand how vaccine works. You, you get a flu vaccine, you're still going to get the flu. It's just it's not going to be as intense as, yeah. you know. It might not kill you. Yeah, it's just, it's fucking weird, though. It's just I'm like, I don't, I'm not meeting people. I don't go anywhere. Do I need it? Yeah. But then, like, I mean, but then, like, they're gonna soon start saying you need the vaccine to do things. Yeah, I guess so. It's kind of fucked, but at the same time, it makes sense. Well, yeah. like, ah, oh, fuck. So for that kind of shit, I need. I mean, it's a numbers game at the end of the day. Nothing is perfect. Like, you can not take the vaccine, go roam around everywhere, and you still might not get the disease. On the other hand, yeah, you might. But I, also, hand, like, you... if I go outside, I'm very cautious of what I do. So. Yeah. 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 And like, on the other hand, if you're, like, just at home and one day you got some grocery that was touched by some guy who had the fucking full Rona and, I guess, you know, <laughs> you did pick your nose after that. I Forget don't know. that. How was how fucking street food... How street food happening? Motherfuckers selling Varapao and fucking Belpuri and Pani Puri and that <laughs> yeah. shit down my road. I'm like... How are you guys fucking doing this? Okay, for those who don't know, um, this is Indian street food. But these motherfuckers don't clean their hands. Their hands are going from one person's plate to the next person's plate. And, and like, you don't mind because it's just the way it is. But it's still, right now looking back, it's fucking disgusting. And yeah. you're, like, you're like, what the hell? What? Huh? 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 Ha! I don't get it, man. I don't fucking get I it. I mean, my justification for it, my family loves eating, so our justification, although my dad's a germaphobe, uh, our family's justification is that, firstly, a lot of time it's kind of hot, so, you know, that's good. Plus, uh, you know, it's not going up your nose, it's going into your stomach, so Rona can't do shit there. <laughs> that's, 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 that's the worst justification I've ever seen. Ah! I mean, yeah, you can't get it. Technically, technically, it might be biologic, biologically applicable because the thing goes through your. I don't know what the respiratory. Your respiratory system. You can't probably get it through the other parts. You of probably can. So, I don't fucking. I'm not a doctor or anything. Yeah, but, okay. But, okay. <laughs> We're far from doctors. But speaking about hands, this is such a fucking 
pivot that it makes no sense. So, we have a famous Bollywood actress here. Her name is Shilpa Shetty. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. Famous. She's been around since like the fucking 80s or 90s. I don't... She's been around. and But she... If you look at her now, she still looks young and like hot. That's irrelevant, the hotness. This is a bit of Bollywood gossip. If you guys don't know, now you know. So... Her husband is like some businessman, okay? And he's be- he's like a revered businessman, I think, or some shit, but he like... He's pretty big and rich. He's a rich motherfucker. I think almost billionaire, millionaire, okay? And... He got caught being a producer, distributor, and something else of like amateurish porn. And he used to like, and he was like distributing it through this fucking app. <laughs> and, and the weirdest part is he asked like these fucking, they're kind of famous, but they really whack at their job. Like these Indian porn stars, right? To be in them. And now these Indian porn stars are like in trouble because they're like, oh fuck, this guy was doing some illegal shit. We got paid hella buku money to be in this. And out of nowhere, the actress Chilpa Shetty, okay, starts pleading to like the Supreme Court or whatever, like to have a pre-hearing bail kind of thing so her husband could be free. And you know what? He's rich as fuck. So once he's free, guess what? Private jet out of the country. They can't catch him. No jail time. So and like, got another guy like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, so it's like. Like, the court said no, okay, they denied it, they're like, fuck no, we're not stupid, we're not gonna make the same mistake twice. But at the same time, it's like, Bollywood, people in Bollywood are fucking disgusting. Because, is that a Garfield shirt? I think John is wearing a Garfield shirt today. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Bollywood is fucking disgusting because I have a feeling this porn thing wouldn't have blown up to the point that it is. If it was just regular porn, but I think there must have been some kitty kitty things in there, and that's why it blew up so big. But they haven't released it to the public, like what was on his PC and like what was on that app and distributing to people and stuff like that, and like why are all these people who technically shouldn't be involved? Why are they involved in this? Or why is their name at the front? You know, it's like. This is some sus shit. I'm like, look at Bollywood being filled with such shit for decades and it only coming out in 2021. It's crazy. I mean, yeah, I didn't look into this too much. I thought that guy, I mean, he, I thought he directly didn't have too much to do with it, but it was his distribution company or whatever. And he turned a that's, blind eye kind of thing. That's still directly involved. Yeah. Like if I'm like, like producing too and funding these things like so that's directly involved you know obviously it's jailable that's not what i'm uh, arguing <laughs> yeah but oh you but, didn't know that like, he was that involved yeah i thought oh, he okay. just like it was his company and obviously as the boss of that company you're supposed to get shit and jail time or whatever i don't know plus uh i thought s- I think I heard some of them were uh, were told like uh, some girls were first called in 
to do like non pornographic stuff and oh, shit oh yeah it, it it basically went like a casting couch essentially where the girls are called in they're like doing like non sleazy things and eventually every time they get called back it becomes worse and worse and worse yeah either that or at the last moment they're like nah fuck you have to do this now you want the money you still in not, i wasn't so. there but let's be, let, let i wasn't there but let's say my hypothetical allegedly is they come in they do the work of just modeling blah 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 then the the guy with the camera is like okay take off your top show them titties you know and then they like click 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 cuz it's indian porn indian porn is terrible okay so i'm yeah, guessing I... that this porn is terrible if anyone yeah, who's out there has know. watched indian porn it's the worst the guys <laughs> suck at like, they just suck at fucking they just so bad and the women are like they're not good either they're like very like dead fish they play dead fish basically where they just lying there and a bit of oh oh and you're like this is not doing it for me you know we need like a fucking romy rain kind of level of production oh fuck me fuck me <laughs> That's all we need in India. Like even Hell like nah. so like Japanese porn. No, Japanese is like there's tears to it. Like there's really good ones. Look at me talking like I'm a fucking porn connoisseur. <laughs> but I shall. Okay, okay. Yeah, I'm sexually intelligent. I'm not a porn I'm yes. sexually intelligent. Okay, look. So Japanese has tears. So the amateurish stuff is it's okay, but it's very It's it is what the title says it's very amateurish right but the high production shit is high production shit mm-hmm. like it's crazy like Japanese porn is like Japanese shows I mean, you know what I'm talking about right yeah, Japanese shows have that bullshit thing going yeah. on with them so Japanese porn is basically that like to some extent not all of them but like to some extent and it's It's entert- it's more entertaining than it is like to turn you on. So it's like what the fuck? Uh no, that's just the genre like uh artificial saying um they censor it though and it's rapey. Okay, censoring is by law. They have to. It's not because they're afraid of showing dicks and pussies, but like by law to work around the law, they blur it. but they can show breasts it's very weird it's jap it's japan so <laughs> they don't want to show how small the dicks are man yeah so like and rapey that's just the genre so i guess you just watch that genre like yeah i, I mean i mean i think that's on the viewer tip man <laughs> like also maybe it might be a big thing in japan to have like to like domination kind of things fair maybe. enough yeah yeah that gives a new meaning to takashi's hey takashi's castle was epic okay but No, no lie, no lie, no fucking lie. There's probably a porno version of Takashi's Castle. And for any game show out there, there's probably a porno Japanese version of that. Exactly. That's the thing like I've heard of Japanese just normal Japanese shows have somehow introducing nudity into it somehow and all that sexual shit. I don't know but, what kind of But like the nudity is. is not like they managed to get nudity to not make it a weird and sexual 
it's funny as shit when you see it. Like you see a lady just standing there with a sign over her head and the guy is like, what the fuck am I seeing, right? And then out of nowhere, a giant hand with cream just smacks him in the face. It's like, this is Japan. This is like I Japanese mean, like shows. It's like, they, they take it over and above. Yeah, I mean, to put it like that, they just animate up or some shit. I yeah, guess. I, I don't know. I, th- I think they just have a different understanding of what entertainment is. And I think they do it right yeah. to some extent. Not everything, but the uh, entertainment shows yeah, are entertaining. It's, it's entertaining, yeah. yeah. It's not like, to lack of better, the American versions of, like, or even Indians version of TV shows, right? So Indian TV shows have a similar vein to Japanese TV shows, except... When Japanese TV shows use their sound effects, it makes sense, right? <laughs> yeah. When Indian TV shows use their sound effects, it's so fucking gimmicky, I hate it. I because, mean, yeah. Because they're trying to force the joke on you. Like, it wasn't funny, but they put a laugh track and boing, yeah. in there. <laughs> and you're like, and you're like, this is not funny. What are you, why, we're not stupid, like, how... But there are people who see a laugh track, hear a laugh track, and laugh with it. So, yeah. you know, I guess I guess it works for them. But I mean, yeah, they just tried to imitate ramen, and they made like fucking ramen curry out of it, and it's full on. I guess <laughs> that's your analogy. They tried to replicate ramen, and they made ramen curry. No, it's it's just it's just fucking bullshit, and it's a strong opinion I have on like Indian TVs and cinema. Is yeah is oh, no, don't totally. hold the hand of the audience we're smart enough to fucking pick up on things i mean that's the thing though that's the thing maybe we are not smart <laughs> enough <laughs> no i'll tell you who's not smart enough okay i'm gonna be very polarizing on this opinion but hey it's my opinion fuck you so the really old school mindset mentality people let's say and anyone who's young older than the age of 35 i'm putting 35 just as just that okay of, of course there are people in their 40s and 50s who don't have this opinion yeah. as well but yeah but like, yeah, yeah i'm just saying 35 as a placeholder right 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 so they grew up with this tv babying you along right so now when they see what TV should be and like how jokes should be and how you're meant to pick up on comedy and like, like let's say if they watch The Office, they don't like it because they don't, they, they don't understand what the joke is. And, that's, oh, yeah. and this is a very big thing in Indian comedy. Like if you see Indian stand-up comics, right? They have to make sure they're telling you where the joke is. It's so rare that they're going to have a joke slipped in here, slipped in there and like, and like you know what I mean, like. I mean, yeah, so the funny. comics literally appreciate if the audience picks up on some. Oh jokes yeah, but they I, don't. I, they don't. So like Indian I mean, stand-up comics. Yeah. So Indian In stand-up comics have to basically shape their stand-up comedy, right? And like visual comedy and like the TV shows and stuff around holding the audience's hand to the joke. Which I'm like, this is not, this is, this is, like, no, um, they don't, they, they don't, they don't explain the joke, but 
damn damn near explain the joke and, and the joke it. is so basic you can't yeah, explain it like okay so here's one that it's just stuck in my head but it's not even a joke it's not good it's just so there's this movie called raw one right yeah and some guy said if this old actor was in it they'll call it bar one don't understand it but everyone in the fucking place cracked up like it was the funniest thing they've ever heard and it's just like it's a wordplay pun thing yeah but at the same time it's so bad that i'm like no get this fucker off first of all what is he doing this is so bad like i don't know okay um i think the greatest I don't know if this is the best explanation because this show is meant to be slapstick and meant to be goofy. Um that Tarak Mehta ka Ulta Chashma. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, yeah, yeah. it's basically about a, a a society that they live and like they have like these daily interactions and it's right. to some extent it's funny. But I believe they could have made it funny the way it is without the gimmicky shit. The gimmicky shit <laughs> being the sound effects The re- yeah, but like that's the- integral to everything uh, which is an Indian show. Even if it's not comedy, even if it's a drama, oh, there's drama oh, remakes. Now let me get into drama. Okay, but first let me finish that. So like yeah, the gimmicky yeah. things are like the lights changing and like 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 freeze frames on like funny faces and like 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 these sound effects of like boing 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 and like like boom 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 like like this stupid shit like you don't want this in your show trust me comedy tiktoks right that that, that laughing man the, that laughing guy yeah no 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 that guy <laughs> so essentially this is indian comedy in a nutshell right but now let's take a little pivot this is a little pivot to Indian drama shows. When I tell you we do it the best, we fucking do it the best. When I say drama, everything is drama. Everything. Let ne- me one thing in your life, anything. Name me something mundane. Someone in chat ne- right now type in something so mundane that you're like there's no way this could be dramatic yeah. and i'll yeah, explain to you a scene yes. which that could be dramatic we improv the fucking drama out of there man because it it's not improv it actually happened in the show <laughs> mel just said my fart just scared me <laughs> oof ah, so yeah i'm waiting on someone to just that only sounds I mean, dr- dramatic i know but like i, I mean, wouldn't say that Okay, but let's say let's say let's say um someone farts in a in like then a group setting someone farts. First of all, there'll be this sound effect, ding 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 ding, right? And it's and it's people turning like this. Right? <laughs> and they turn like three times. They turn like and it's just the same frame that people keep repeating, right? Yeah. And then, and then like everyone else is like in slow motion like right everyone in the group all that shit comes up okay and the person who farted is now in shame and they're like oh but all happening in slow mo but not slow mo at the same time with the sound effects of and these are the exact sounds people i'm not even fucking with you these are the exact sounds okay 
and fuck, where was I going with this? I completely forgot. My brain ended at these are the exact sounds, and I can't remember what I was even talking about. Oh, oh, wait, 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 wait. Yeah, I got it. I finally found my place. <laughs> so, so, so after everyone like finishes their little piece of reactions, right? Sappy music immediately plays. Immediately plays sappy music, right? And the girl starts crying, and everyone is either like the two characters that will console the girl and say, "Oh, it's okay. It happens to all of us." And one guy will try crack a shitty joke, and everyone kind of like ah, laughs about it, right? And yeah. they play they play sappy, feel good music at this point. Yeah, it's always but a then, moment after. <laughs> but then, but then. The fucking auntie comes in, bro. The auntie. The mother-in-law. <laughs> the mother-in-law. The, the mother-in-law. Yeah, the auntie. The mother-in-law comes in and she's disgusted, revolted. And I say she has a fiery anger in here because this daughter-in-law is a piece of shit for farting in front of everyone, right? These are the high stakes that we play at, people. And like, like these drama shows. Also, you have to understand. They're at their house, they're at home, but they're decked out in jewelry, and they're decked out on fancy-ass clothes. <laughs> rich-ass conservative people, oh, yeah. man. They're always super stinking rich and always super conservative, right? So, the aunt, the, 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 the mother-in-law get, like, starts some shit out of nowhere. It's like, yeah. <laughs> she's like... She's like, basically, but they don't want to make the, the, the mother-in-law straight out evil. So they make her do like these backhanded, like, 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 passive oh, insults. Yeah, the, exactly. Yeah. Just very passive insults to like, demean on the daughter-in-law because they, in the end, they want the daughter-in-law and the mother-in-law to have some story arc of them having a resolution. Yeah. So, yeah, so, so the, the mother-in-law basically says like, stuff like, Oh, how could you? You brought shame to our family, and you know, like you should go to, <laughs> you should go to the temple and pray and seek forgiveness from this person, and 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 like then she'll go to her little auntie's club and gossip about this fart too, right? And then like now everyone knows about this fart, <laughs> and this girl is 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 just feels terrible for something she can't control, and she just farted. And it's innocent, but like now the uncles come in. Okay, the uncles, the uncles try to play it off as fun. Them. So they're always happy, fun guys, and all like cool guys, <laughs> if yeah. you will. Oh my God, they, she had some butter chicken. Of course, she will. <laughs> <laughs> Essentially, it's that, right? So, like the uncles try to play it off as like cool funny yeah. kind of quirky people so the uncles then eventually the uncles and the son-in-laws or like the sons right the, the men they kind of become like these bridge the bridging aspect between the the, the mother-in-law and the daughter-in-law right and the daughter or like the whatever the fuck you want to call it right and they somehow between this story right the story of the fart a kidnapping will happen, a death will happen, oh a marriage will happen, a celebration will happen, yes. and a whole on vacation will happen. <laughs> so, I'm telling you, when I say Indian drama shows do it the best, 
we do it the best. It might not be the best in in like story wise, but entertainment factor, fam. They work seven days a week. Yeah, man. Seven, no, like six days a week, right? And this is for the whole year. They work six days a week. They're pumping out this content, so every day you have a new episode to fucking just go, oh, this happened? And like one story arc can last like five months or like four months. But within that one story arc, there's also like five other story arcs. So, but at the same time, I'm just going on, I'm building on it. Like at the same time, you can join in at any time and be caught up immediately. You can say this happened, this is gonna happen, this is how it's gonna happen, yeah. There's more level to it. There's, There's... one fucking dimensional bullshit plot with oh, all yeah. the No, okay. On the surface level, it's a one... It's a very monotone show. Every single one of them very monotone. But yeah. if you break it down, there's so many fucking levels to this stupid Sasbo bullshit. <laughs> yeah, it's mother-in-law, daughter yeah, in mother Yeah, that's what it means. And it's crazy. The best to me is this one show where this guy was a rock star. These are their words, not mine. He yeah, was man. a rock star, and he somehow gets a, like an arranged marriage to this very conservative girl. Uh-huh. Yeah. And they just... It's like basically he's trying to change her to be like him and he and she's very stubborn about it and she has her values and morals and the show basically tries to play it off as this girl is always right, right? Yeah. But somewhere along the storyline, overnight, I'm telling you, overnight, her character just fucking changes and she becomes like his manager and his hot fucking wife who is like also as sleazy as him and you're like, what? What happened? Literally in yesterday's episode, she was totally different. And ladies and gentlemen, this is how Indian shows are. One second, the guy can be one way and the whole show is going one direction. The literal next episode, it could be an entire 10 year jump. Stories in a different location, different place, has no tie into the previous one, except for probably one or two characters who come back and they have the same slow motion of ding, 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 you know, like that. This is why I'm saying we have the best dramatic TV show. I will put on. I am on. Yeah. I will go I on a limb. I don't just okay. I'll go on a limb and say it's better than Korean dramas, and people love Korean dramas. I'll say it's better than that. I'll say they took a lot from us when making dramatic shows. Because we've been doing this format since the 80s, 90s, like 80s, like early 80s. The same format has just been running since the 80s. And Japan, I mean, Korea only started this around like early 2000s. So, hey. Fuck you, Korea. You ain't got nothing on us. Lil Dino, it's a multiverse Indian drama. Hear me out now. So, every network has their shows, and sometimes these shows cross over. <laughs> we have a multiverse, bro! <laughs> we have a multiverse! So, don't even fucking start with us, Marvel. We're killing it out of these streets. Yeah. 
yeah. I mean, yeah, the, I don't do the fucking, you know, the non-continuity over day shit. <laughs> what, you know how fucking Marvel and shit to, you know, X- X-Men especially, they had to reboot them so many times with time travel and shit, even <laughs> Avengers. So, okay, yeah. now we don't have time travel, but we have the next best thing, man. This motherfucker lost this contract with this one guy, the show, whatever, for whatever reason. The next episode, that same guy, uh, the next season, the first episode, that same guy is uh, literally a different guy now. He's one <laughs> foot tall, and the story is he got a plastic surgery. Motherfucker, one foot taller. He wears glasses now. He wears glasses now. <laughs> next season, and then continues the same shit with exactly a different person. He is exactly. Absolutely a different person, but the story is the fucking same. Oh, same. Yeah. I I remember this one show. This is from the early 2000s when I was a kid. It was called Kitty Party. Fam, I don't know this one. You probably don't. It was on Z. I think. Once again, I can't remember. So long ago. But in this, there's a very famous Indian TV show guy. He's a fat guy and he always has this like silver line in his hair. Right? Don't oh know my his god, name. I'm a guy. You know who he is, if I'm just by the description, right? Yeah. yeah. Kitty Party? No, Kitty Party. It's basically anti gossip, if, if I'm gonna. That's IOT parties. Yeah, like it's. The, yeah. The artists get together and shit. Because they're catty, really. Get it? Meow. Yeah. This is Indian shit. Okay. So this guy has a wife. To justify that lady becoming a Bollywood actress, they got a new one. Said she died. Has a whole story arc of how she dies. Comes back with plastic surgery because she fell down this hill and her face got fucked up. Right. Comes into the show. Everyone acts like it's normal. He leaves the show for a couple months, like a couple years, by the way. Replace him. Right? With another guy. Again, same kind of thing. He was in an accident, plastic surgery. He comes back to the show. Right? No one addresses it. <laughs> no one fucking addresses it. <laughs> no one addresses the fact that this motherfucker has a... It's the old guy again. And they're like... Hmm. Okay, we'll just go with the script. It's just the same person. Yes, we don't fucking care. The viewers don't fucking care either. They're like, yeah. <laughs> okay, this is the normal shit that goes on though. But there are some true gems, man. Oh, we have so I think definite you, gems in Indian you, you, you must know this one. I mean, this is like obviously one of those soap operas. <laughs> yeah. But this is a fucking classic, man. So we uh, in India, the concept of maids is like super common. Every yeah. household, nearly in every, my household, nearly every, every middle class. House has a maid, and huh. your middle yeah. class and up has a maid. Yeah. Either they have a maid, or uh, in more conservative settings, the daughter-in-law is supposed to be the maid of the house because she has to do all the bullshit work for everyone. So anyway, so there is one of these characters. I don't know. I I didn't do my research, but <laughs> oh my god, she's washing dishes and you know washing clothes and shit. Uh, you I don't know if you know this one. Then. <laughs> Okay, she's so happy. She finally gets to do work. She, she you know, this is that part of the story, right? Oh, the, the, the beginning? No, the no, beginning oh, happy no. part? 
no, not even the beginning. It's the second time they get happy. They reconcile the mother oh. and the. So let me explain so, this just before John. Just hold your thought. Okay, so yeah. the happiness comes in waves, and you know it's a happy episode because the entire fucking episode has this little bubbly music, and everyone's speaking in this very weird, like upbeat kind of way. Until the right at the end, where they hit you with the da dung da dung da dung dramatic part, and that's how the storyline basically gets its arc. Yeah, so go on. I mean, this is a thing, and obviously, this concept of the happy to the sad is a thing in, yeah, in conflict cinema resolution, general, right? obviously. Yeah, conflict yeah. and resolution, conflict resolution. Yeah, yeah, it's normal. Thing. Yeah, but yeah, we do it different. So basically, she's happy. She finally gets to wash the dishes. She's one at life, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm the, because the, we have level to the daughter-in-law. We have the middle-in-law. We have the elder daughter-in-law. We have the younger daughter-in-law because all the male children bring their wives into the joint family. Oh, so that's the concept. It's epic. Anyway, <laughs> there, there's matrimonial levels to it. <laughs> oh, anyway, so the happy things happening and uh, find and suddenly cut to that shit and the drama thing. But this one, I think this one actually deserved all that sound effects and all the fucking visual things <laughs> yeah. because uh, you you clothesline. My house has one. It's on top of me. Okay, yeah. Uh, you can't see it, but it's yeah. Shit. Downstairs, my I mean, house, we have it indoors too. Yeah. yeah. Whatever. It's a thing in India as well. Running through the room, this fucking rope. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I love that. It's true. I downstairs. I have a fucking metal bar in the middle of my fucking mom's room. I'm like, what the hell? Yeah, go on. Yeah. So anyway, uh, cut to that scene. There's cl- obviously your laundry, your blank. I mean, your towels, your blankets, your clothes. Everything's on the fucking thing. Uh, the clothesline, whatever yeah. you call it. And there's a fucking laptop, man. Bitch, wash the laptop, fam. Like she washed her clothes. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why your mic sounds like you just fucking bum fucked it. I think I'm coming out of ecstasy in this funny situation. Yeah, man. when you speak louder, kind of your your voice gets like distorted. So speak a bit lower. These fuckers, man. I mean, this was an actual gem. This wasn't even bullshit bo- or Bollywood shit to me. This was actually beautiful, man. <sighs> They, they, pull, they pull this shit off, man. Okay, so she washes. I, I need to catch up because my brain can't catch up. So she's washing the dishes. She washes the laptop while she's doing the dishes. Or no, she washes the laptop along with the washing of the clothes. Yeah, the, it was either dishes or the clothes. I don't fucking remember. Okay. I think the clothes. She, no. because. Along with the clothes, there's something, there's an, maybe not a clothes, which is an object you also clean because you already have soap and shit in your hand. Sure. And this is one of those concepts where the husband is the good office girl with the laptop, kind of <laughs> sophisticated, and the wife is this conservative normie girl. Brought normie. Up in the- <laughs> She's fucking normie. Look at you. <laughs> Fuck you, you can't get a job, you fucking normie bitch. <laughs> like, 
I know the difference between laptops and clothes. Yeah, but she doesn't even understand what a smartphone is, kind of. Like, they just that make these exactly. people so stupid, but I hate it. But I love it at I mean, the same it's time. Like, realistically, they, they, nobody, nobody are fucking dumb. They ain't washing laptops with clothes, man. I gotta yeah. tell you. Yeah, exactly. That ain't happening. So, go on. I mean, this was one of many. I'm I'm talking about true gems. This jam number one. <laughs> jam number two. This dude <laughs> fucking gets, I don't know, he gets pushed or something. So he gets pushed and he starts or he falls, he slips or some shit. He rolls and rolls and some shit. He goes up to a fucking curtain. The curtain, he's rolling, right? Yeah. So the curtain around his neck <laughs> and that's how they pop back the character like they do in the mafia movie <laughs> I have one I have one <laughs> I have one I have a gem I have a gem this went viral I think a few years ago but it's such a fucking gem when you talk about Bollywood like TV shows I don't think it's Bollywood I think it's just Indian TV shows I don't think it's considered Bollywood yeah but yeah yeah but like so you know how dramatic these bitches are these especially these this this mother-in-laws specifically so she gets our our voldemort right they're our main villain and shit yeah basically a mother-in-laws are the fucking what like the thanos of our (laughs) of ours of our world but like so she gets slapped right she says something she says something offensive the daughter and like slaps her this lady spins like at least 15 times moving while spinning right all the way to a curtain right but it's so dramatic because she's like (laughs) she gets hit boom slow-mo sound effects everything fucking visual effects of her spinning ah! and she gets she 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 gets to the curtain but somehow the curtain has steps by it and she falls off the steps knocks her head and somehow blood is not coming from her head and she's like ah! right cut to everyone in the fucking show has their black and white freeze frame of of reacting and uh, it kind of cuts there but just this is the fucking gems we get we get such beautiful gems. I have one more gem, but I don't know if it's yeah. really a gem. It's just something that kind of annoys me about this stuff. So this yeah, girl, yeah. right, a female, who really wants to be a police officer, really does. Her whole life's goal for some reason. So somehow while she's a kid, she learns all about police law and shit, right? Like all the laws that police officers have to f- follow and what the pedestrians and shit have to follow. And she's not, she's just getting into the academy, but all of us, like, mo- she's always some fucking righteous, above, you know, bigger than life kind of person for everything. So there's this guy yeah. who's a police officer. He clearly just needed to stop at the side of the road and get on his phone, but he was at like a handicapped spot. He was going to be there maybe a minute, a fucking minute, but this lady somehow at the same time, a happenstance decides to be there has the entire 25 minutes of that entire episode is her just telling him like about why he's wrong and why 
he should follow the law and that handicapped people like they always have these weird life lessons in there that are so unnecessary that you're like we aren't gonna do that why the fuck are you telling us this shit it's it's so weird maybe linda can get on here one day and tell us about this shit because she's yeah. in that world she's a writer you know mm-hmm. and she's kind of writing for some shows right now so <clears throat> maybe she has some insight on sasbahu shit because that shit's fucking hilarious <laughs> And fam, these guys, you have to hand it to them. Motherfuckers are skilled in milking. How the <laughs> fuck milking that out of nowhere? They milk everything. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I think Giraffe found this clip. Let me, I'll, I'll just view it right now and I'll tell you if it's a sick clip. Okay. I can't play it on here because... Serial Sasuras. Get over that. Demonetized. Oh no, money. I'm not even monetized, but demonetized? It's possible. Wait, you said 55 seconds? Oh, wait, it's the other way. <laughs> I found it! I found it! <laughs> Which one? I found it! I'm gonna try to share my fucking screen. Uh. Um. Uh, fuck, wait. I'm gonna try to get to the actual point. Okay. It's full screen. Um, I'm not gonna play sound on it. Test grid, boom, Goliath. You can see it. I hope everyone on um fucking chat can yeah, see yeah. it too. I can see it. Then my thing's loading. It's slow. Okay. Boom. What? I hit play. Oh, there we go. Bam. Why is it so fucking slow? I'm the frames, man. Why is it? <laughs> I think it even ups the slow-mo ante, man. <laughs> I don't know why it's doing this, but this is fucking hilarious. Let <laughs> 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 me tell you how it is for us. This is how it happens. <laughs> I don't know why it's doing this. This is why I don't screen share, guys. Because it just, it doesn't fucking work. I'm sorry. I tried. But, but yeah, if you, if you, if you just go to, if you just go to the fucking place, um, go to that link in chat. Um, I'll also put it in the description of this video and you guys can see exactly. Uh, Giraffe, can you do me a solid and DM me this, uh, the part where you say, um, 053 of this clip and then you and, and the link you just DM me that thank you but yeah this is this is essentially after you guys watch it this is essentially what I'm talking about these are the fucking gems you find in Indian TV shows of also now now it's even better because for some reason they're getting these sponsorship for like hair hair products so every fucking show has a character with the wildest hairstyle you've ever yeah. fucking seen. This is literally this one guy who had an anime-esque hairstyle. <laughs> and I was like, this makes no sense. What? Why is <laughs> Why? How does this relate to anything in the show? This made no fucking sense, but it was in there. Also, let me call um, um, This, the conservative thing is a genre, but the 
aunties being all modern and posh is also a fucking genre in like indian soaps and that's fucking beautiful man the modern or like when they they are a bit too modern you know what i mean Natasha. yeah <laughs> <laughs> they go so modern that they essentially become fucking pre-pubescent teens they essentially uh, acting uh, like they're 12 13 literally it's fucking 19th century or whatever that century was elizabethan shit going on with their poshness man i don't know what's happening there you know what's the best to me when they're so rich right you yeah. show they're so rich that their issues you just can't relate the first world issues the rich they, people issues or 99.99% of their issues are just rich people issues you know like oh we want to throw this giant ass celebration right giant ass celebration with like these a billion people attending but we can't because the because of some stupid thing and you're like yeah. you're like you guys This is not even first world now nah, fam. First world you can still be a middle class citizen and have first world problems. Okay? This is This is, this is, this is upper echelon fucking billionaire status people. Okay? This is the kind of lifestyle they're living <laughs> in these shows. And literally like I don't know, like 100% of the audience is not that. Records up rich motherfuckers are not watching these shows it's it's the poor and middle class people uh, but i will also tell you this this rich fucking uh, these how do i say this without being offensive be offensive uh, fam these these dudes okay these men go to office and they, <laughs> they fucking leave their wives at home to watch uh, the rich wives at home to watch this shit rich <laughs> Mom's wives be watching this shit. It's, it's true. <laughs> okay, it's true. It's true. Okay. Housewives be watching the yeah. fuck out of this. Housewives. Man. Okay, but even then, it's like mostly middle class housewives that watch this shit. Mostly because there is so many people in India that most of them are middle class, but uh, percentage wise, yeah, like uh, uh, amongst rich people, enough rich people are watching this. What the fuck like, did you guys write in chat? What the hell is bourgeois if whatever the fuck that is? Bourgeois? 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 Bougie? Bourgeois. Fucking oh, bougie? Is that what you guys trying to say fucking bougie? So <laughs> that that word uh, like <laughs> a common tongue is supposed to mean like super rich people but its literal word actually means middle class. I'm going good to go become like Professor John here. So <laughs> the, it's a misconception that bourgeois or whatever is supposed to be rich people. Bougie? I don't know, bungee, whatever the fuck <laughs> it is. Like, yeah, but bougie people is not really, I don't know. Here's the thing about bougie people. They're not the richest of rich people. It's the middle class people trying to be rich. The, yeah, it literally refers to the middle class. But the thing is, it is like in common tongue, it's uh, probably referred to as the rich people because the term was not coined, but uh, popularized by, you know, all these communist people like Karl Marx and shit. These people were like uh, the actual working class. They were below, uh, maybe a little below even the middle class. So to them, even the middle class was rich. Ah. And so that's how... Uh, this is associated with rich people this word holy shit that's a whole history lesson that i didn't know no come marks gang <laughs> look at you like 
Is it a thing like when people go to college and learn about Marxism and shit? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he's missing out on life. People just go to college. I'm not kidding. <laughs> Everyone who I know who goes to university somehow ends up learning about communism and Marxism and all this shit and you're like, what? How the fuck? I'm just learning about like other bullshit. You guys are learning all about this shit every time. Nah, nah, fam. I'll tell you this. This is uh, to me, in my bigoted view, this is a very arts college kind of thing. <laughs> oh yeah, it probably is. So I mean, uh, you haven't been to co- uh, college, of course. But so there's this thing, right? Yeah. We have med school. We have have us, me, the engineering technical guys. We have the economists, and then we have these fucking arts people. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the. I think everyone in my family went into arts except for one cousin. Cause mm-hmm. arts is like fucking easy as shit, man. I mean, that's. I mean, to be good at anything at all, you have to work hard. That's the thing. But anybody who's doing economics or medical school or engineering, they have that one like a little bit of thing. Haha, they're arts people. <laughs> that kind of shit, right? Haha, <laughs> you guys are in arts. Fuck <laughs> you, <laughs> little. Bitch, bitch. about Karl Marx, have that long hair. <laughs> yeah, but like, this is what I've just noticed. Like, everyone who goes to university and stuff, they just come back talking about all this shit. I'm like, I don't know any of this, fam. <laughs> no, fam. It's just this thing. It's communism is supposed to be intellectual, that kind of thing. You're supposed to be woke. It's that, that kind of thing, I guess. I'm not I'm a communist. Know. I don't fucking know. I don't, I don't even know what <laughs> the fuck means. <laughs> okay, speaking about... Uh, communism. This is not even communism. Why did I start with it? That's the dumbest way to start this new fucking... Our knowledge is so less than... <laughs> no, there are fucking proper, uh, fucking voting and shit. Okay, okay so the Olympics. <laughs> yes, Olympics is communism because they have six, seven games <laughs> all together, so all of them get paid equally. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, communism. speaking of communism. The Olympics, right? So, recently a story has broken of poor, of this athlete, right? Simone Biles, gymnast for USA. And she basically pulled out of the team event, right? For one of the gymnastics things. Because citing mental health, right? So now you hear that and you think, I personally thought, but you're meant to be the best of the best. This is just me face value thinking. You're meant to be the best of the You're meant to be under that pressure. Mental health shouldn't be a thing, right? Yeah, and a lot of people have this view and didn't really look into it. Right? A lot of people feel like she <clears throat> kind of back, like let down her country and she should be shamed for that and like, I don't know, like, I don't know, like, like she's not really an elite athlete. By the way, she's a gold medalist in the fucking Olympics and everything. She is the world's best at what she does. Yeah. But she just pulls out of a team event and the team goes on to win silver. They're silver medalists now in the fucking Olympics. Around the best of the world, you know? So it's like... And everyone gave her shit. Fucking P.S. Morgan, the u- most useless piece of fucking turd crap in this world, gave her shit for this. A bunch of American dick faces also gave her 
<clears throat> a lot of shit for this, but they don't understand what it's like to be a gymnast or an athlete, right? You could be the best at what you do. You could be number one, right? You could be name me a number one top athlete. Jordan, Usain Bolt, whatever. Usain yeah. Bolt, yeah, yeah. Let's say you could be that, but you can still like not be like i don't know you can't perform to that level on one particular day and you just know it in you right you innately know your body so well that you know i can't perform today i can't perform this particular event because either a i'm gonna get injured b i'm not gonna do well and i know someone else on my team can definitely do better right and this is what basically went through our head but there's another caveat to this so in gymnastics, right, you're doing flips and spins and all these things. And and I think most gymnasts will tell you, before you can execute a flip and a spin and all these things, you have to visualize it, right? Mentally, you have to be able to visualize every turn, flip, and like motion that you do. While you're doing it, you should be able to A, count your spins, count your flips, and literally know where you are and how you're doing it right so this girl who's the best in the world at this right is saying to people hey i can't visualize what i'm doing after like the first spin right i get lost i, I, I can't i'm not seeing this through i'm gonna injure myself if i do this this particular event right i just can't it's too much on me and i can't fucking do it so she pulls out rightfully so but you get like fat fucks like ps morgan you know yeah, you know who he is right ps morgan no america's got talent the fat fuck british guy Ooh. okay then i mean i don't know him by name at least i think he's america's got talent some britain's got talent or something's got talent but he's the most talentless fuck out there literally <laughs> Don't even know why he's judging these things. He's literally super talentless. He can go on a news show and talk up a storm for sure. But other than that, he's just fucking useless to all regards. And he always has like these bold opinions about people who are performing at the highest level when they pull out of things, right? But it's only towards women that he has these, ne these negative like takes on you know like you should be ashamed for pulling out uh like pulling out of this event like this is the olympics you're doing it for your country you should be ashamed this is not a single person sport and like simone Biles is like yeah i know it's not it's it's a team event i'm taking myself out of this team because i know if i'm in there they're not gonna they weren't gonna get that silver if she was in there she said they got that silver medal because guess what she wasn't there so it's like people who are out there and see that these professional athletes are citing mental health for like pulling out of events understand there's a reason for it you know in today's day and age we are lucky that we can actually say that and pull out before a you get a serious injury b you completely fuck up and look like someone who's lot out of their prime and then like news articles are writing oh the the fall from grace and whatnot shit right like you don't want that to happen you rather say oh i pulled out i didn't participate 
I'm my, my my legacy is still up there. But people who've never played sports basically don't understand this opinion. Yeah, I guess the main like counterpoint to what like people why do they don't like it? They're like, uh, obviously you're allowed to pull out, but uh, I don't know. According to them, it's you're supposed to make up your mind beforehand and not pull out in between. Like it's all right to take. Uh, she pulled means, out not... I mean, I don't know if she pulled out beforehand or in between. No, 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 no. That's what they. No, she she went. She literally went to Japan. No, but here's the thing. She has other events to participate in that she participated in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she fucking did brilliantly. It's this one event. One no, fucking event. Yeah, right, right. Right? That she's like, this routine, I can't. This particular routine, I can't visualize it and I don't have it down to that ability of some other girl can take my place and do it better. Yeah, and yeah, I don't know if she even, I mean, I... Again, I didn't dig too deep. I know like the surface stuff, so I don't know if she even clarified exactly that, like to that extent. But she I did. think, yeah, she said but she I got the twisties. She... So yeah, that's basically what that is. Is you can't a visualize, and once you're doing your spins, you can't. You don't. You have no bearings, basically. That's bad because you can fall on your head, fall on your back, yeah, fall, like, yeah, injure yeah, yourself. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you can literally fucking die from yeah, yeah shit. But yeah, I'm. So what I'm saying is that at that level, I don't think you're this good. I don't think you even need to fucking justify, man. You, first, okay, I'm not supporting the fact that she should get leeway because this, she's just that good. But like, take it in any fucking job ever, right? So yeah. there's um, backing out for something. Uh, there's, uh, there's this logic, right? That don't get into something that you don't uh, like uh, don't get into something in the first place if you're going to pull out of it but it's worse if you still don't want to uh, get into it and you still go through with it like in another example let's talk about an entire fucking profession this one guy he let's say he what's the normal profession now in india it's engineering so this Call center. <laughs> not the normal in that sense in this everybody fucking does uh, it so, yeah, yeah engineer yeah Engineering. So one guy uh, says he's gonna do engineering, and he does engineering, and he works for two years and three years, and he's like, "Fuck me, this ain't working for me. Maybe I need to switch. Maybe I'll do a fucking MBA, business administration. I'll be better in that capacity than outright technical work, right?" Yeah. And and uh, uh, some people may be like, "Then why the fuck did you do a bachelor's in engineering in the first place? You could have done a bachelor's in." business or whatever yeah. right but that's the thing right you it's not a thing that if you eventually realize you're doing bad at it it's not like you shouldn't get out of it you you should get out of it you shouldn't uh, keep doing something just because you started it that's not healthy either yeah but like uh artificial or something in chat he said I reserve judgment on a personal level, but I do think the best of both physically, the best of, the best of is both are both physically capable but mentally strong. That's why, like Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan's a different breed, different breed. He plays on a different level. He's thinks differently. He's different. But she also, she's also tough. Ones, she's all yo. Simone Biles is fucking ridiculous when it comes to this shit. She is Michael Jordan of fucking gymnasts, basically. 
She did her gymnast and yeah, while having kidney stones. She's had like crazy illnesses and fucking broken feet and stuff and fucking won events, right? She's the best of the best. But this one fucking Olympic thing she decides to pull out, people are tearing her down. Tearing her down like everywhere. And it's always, and it's, it's not, it's like, it's the, it's, uh, to me it's annoying because I know these people have never done a fucking sport in their life. That's why I'm fucking annoyed. I get it. You have the right to have your opinion. You know, you have the right to say your opinion, right? But your opinion should have some consideration in it. You know, like, you should have some common sense in it. Like, it makes no sense to me personally that you would have that opinion of her being like betraying or letting down her country like you know she should be have any form of shame she shouldn't because i bet you a hundred percent her pulling out of that event wasn't an easy call right right hundred percent like it's not an easy call for anything i can talk about me being in fucking not even professional this is the most amateur of amateurs this is high school swimming right i was on the team and i had to go for an event a meet but i like my shoulder was fucking all jacked up and i was like i couldn't go for it 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 hurt me like emotionally to be like i can't do this i can't i'm not gonna be able to make it and this fucking basic bitch swimming so now imagine the fucking like the upper echelons of the world fucking the olympics they must have like exactly mel so mel says if you're not 100 percent focused during gymnastics you will de- yeah exactly she's she wasn't there like if, i don't like i just i don't know man there are just a bunch of dipshits out there who don't understand yeah. things and they'll shit on like also like basketball players and football players and like all these players who have the same issues like people should understand they're human at the end of the day you know they can only do so much their bodies are only capable of so much your answer shouldn't be oh well just replace them no because they they work their ass off to get there they're still the best of the best it's just that this one fucking like outlier is happening of hey i can't play this game i can't play this event i can't do this you know i'm gonna get injured i'm just taking care of myself because at the end of the day, people, believe it or not, that's more important than your fucking sport. There are people, there are crazy people out there who with broken knuckles will go and finish a boxing match and whatever. But these guys are doing that one determination thing and then they never show up again. These athletes are looking for right. longevity, you know. They're looking to, to, to solidify themselves in this arena, basically, and in history. So... Don't shit on people for pulling out like Naomi Osaka, brilliant tennis player, fucking up there in the world. I don't even know what rank she is, but she's up there in like top five, definitely. Uh huh. She pulled out of the French Open because the French media are a bunch of dicks, right? Roland Garros is so. I remember when I used to watch tennis avidly and I was in tennis. The French Open reporters are so fucking toxic with their shit and their statements that any player wouldn't want to be there they just don't want to be there because it's it literally feels like you're just being berated for being a player 
and she rightfully so said hey i'm not gonna fucking do um any press this event because honestly my mental health is not there for you guys to come and fucking berate me before i get on a court and play right this big ass match or whatever everyone fucking ran through her like it was a fucking gangbang for some reason this poor girl is like in her i think what is she like in her teens or like early 20s Okay, can someone Google how old Naomi Osaka is? No, I understand they're obligated. It's in their contract to do press, right? But once again, it's an outlier. It's not, she's not saying, hey, for the rest of my time in fucking professional tennis, I'm not going to do press. No, she's like, this one... This is one fucking open. This French Open. I'm not gonna do press. They got so bad that she, in the end she just said, Oop, I'm not gonna do the fucking tournament itself. Fuck this shit. I'm pulling out. Because this is not worth it. It's really... And honestly, I'm on her side. I understand 100% that it's not worth it. Because they are... For lack of... They are elite athletes. There's a mind space they have to be in to fucking perform like they perform you know yeah they can't be doing fucking press when they're getting shit on berated and asked questions they really clearly don't want to answer and then expect them to get on court without those things still lingering in their fucking head and beat everyone it's if they do it props on you but they're human at the end of the day and it will stick in your fucking head and i mean yeah you know i yeah, I mean, that's what I said. At that fucking level, they have the freedom to make their own choices. The only people I can see who are entitled to complain is maybe her teammates and maybe there's some fucking gymnastics. No, oh, I'm oh, talking about the, the Simone Biles. And yeah, they never yeah. complained. They understood immediately. Every gymnast, yeah. every gymnast at that fucking event or in the world understood. They're like, oh, yeah, you don't want to go through it if you're having this problem of... You can't fucking tell where you are while you're doing a fucking somersault or whatever. They all understood. It's these fucks who don't do anything that didn't understand. And it's not even like she's a loser and she never won and she's pushing her. She's actually done so much shit and... Uh, she, uh, and uh, another consensus, uh, concern... Uh, what the fuck is that word? <laughs> My words are fading me. But the, another thought is that... Because, uh, because uh, she could have pulled out in the first place and have another uh, person uh, so that another person would have gotten the chance. So, like, fuck that, man. Well, if you're that good... No, but, like, like... Here's the thing. there There is no gauge for this. Right? So, all... Until the fucking Olympics, she could have been fucking nailing this routine. Yeah. Okay? And at the Olympics, there's so much pressure... The stakes are the fucking highest it's ever gonna be, right? There's a possibility that when you're doing your somersaults and your flips and your spins and your fucking whatever, that, hey, this pressure has gotten to the point where I can't fucking see past this second spin. Like, I can't, I can't visualize it. I can't land it. I'm gonna hurt myself real bad. I'm gonna let down more people if I'm gonna do this, you know? And her teammates... Exactly. It's not like the teammates don't know, like, aren't aware of the fucking routine. They're all doing it, you know? 
The team didn't pull out. One person pulled out. The team still went forward and pulled out fucking silver. That's a whole different arena of giving props to that team. But no one fucking saw it that way. They saw it as the world number one pulling out because she's a pussy. But she's not. Because in her solo events, she crushed it. She fucking crushed it. You know? So, I don't know. These guys went apeshit on Naomi. Yeah, so Naomi Osaka's one was disgusting in my opinion. Disgust. Like, I truly felt like... Like... I'm not an athlete, right? I'm a fucking guy who does shit on the internet. But I was an athlete at one point, right? Not professional, semi-professional. I played for a country, if that helps. And... You... Let's say it's your normal job, right? You go in for your normal job. And you want to just skip one meeting. Most likely you can. Most likely. You can just be like, oh, okay, he's not attending this meeting. And everything is fine. Why can't a professional athlete who has probably 50 times more pressure on you at that moment, you know, why can't they have the opportunity to say, hey, I'm not attending this press conference because it's shit. And the French people at this press event are always shit. And they don't fucking help with anything, you know. They don't, they don't make me look forward to playing this tournament. Like, it's a prestigious tournament. Roland Garros is a prestigious. But, like, at the same time, it's like... I don't want to fucking play it because the fans, the press, and the general atmosphere is fucking garbage. And racist to a point, but not outright racist, you know. So it's like, people who don't, people who've never been at a high level of anything, not even sports, just anything, Having an opinion like, like she should be, she should just go with it and shut up and play tennis kind of thing. She'll get fucked with a rusty pole because, because you shouldn't have that opinion. Like you can have it, but you shouldn't verbalize that opinion. Keep it to yourself. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're, uh, that, that's what I wanted to say. You're not entitled to another person's mental strength or whatever. Exactly. Like, this you, is not the mental health podcast, it's technically a comedy podcast, but hey, this is a serious topic because you guys have to fucking chill, basically, and say, like, hey, like, we are not them, if that makes sense. Like, we are not at that level to understand what it's like to have 50 fucking, or like, not it's quarantine time, so like t 10 reporters asking you questions that are the same questions that you get at every fucking tournament, by the way, in a different way, and being incessant on an answer. And then you get out to the court, and the fans, whether they like you or hate you, they're just being shit. Just shit. Yeah. So it's like, you have to understand, man. People, people are people. And you just have to respect their wishes, basically. Not all the time. I'm not saying every time someone wants to do something, you just fucking allow them to do something. No. It's understand the context of what she was trying to say when she said, I'm not doing press. Right? 
Like you have to understand that that moment in which she was, because it wasn't a normal moment, right? What like if can someone can correct me if I'm wrong? But she was she was cited to win that tournament, right? She was like a top rank seed in that tournament. So there was already that pressure to win that fucking open, the French Open, whatever. On top of that, now like. You, you know what I mean? Like, people have to, like, identify with what she was going through to say I'm not doing press. And not be a fucking fat fuck like Piers Morgan and just be sitting there in godforsaken England and be like, Oh, how dare she? She's obligated to. This is poor sportsmanship. She is a uh, fucking disgrace to tennis. I'm like, Piers, you've done fuck all with your life. Except for shit on people. Literally. You're famous for being a judge. On a, on a on a talent show where 99.9% people, of people who came on there had more talent than you so you know fuck off Piers Morgan basically I'm gonna name this podcast fuck off Piers Morgan just for the hell of it and the thing is I'm not even like a mental health uh, uh, advocate or something I literally swing both sides of the argument to yeah. it up but at the very least, uh, think about it instead of just... I can play so, devil's advocate. Yeah. I can play devil's advocate right now in a second, right? Like... Yeah. A normal job, like Mel just said, even a normal job, um, if your mental health is shitty, you can skip a day. But this is not a normal job. This is the highest form of the sport, right? You're an elite athlete. You should technically have the mental strength to do this. But that's where my devil's advocacy ends. Because the humane part of me says, but she's fucking human. And even if she's fucking the Michael Jordan or Serena Williams of tennis, she's gonna have moments where she's just not there. And she can't fucking deal with this. It's a lot of anxiety to go through this. Right? Being, being 24, being in tennis since she was a fucking little kid, doing all these interviews and stuff. It's stressful, man. You don't get used to this kind of pressure. You just have to deal with this pressure. I guarantee you, even people like Djokovic, Fedra, Nadal, they can all tell you the same thing. Every time you get into a press conference, it sucks. It sucks. You just have to go with it, and whatever the outcome is, is the outcome. You know? I mean, yeah, and uh, like, I guess uh, the people arguing against this 10 years ago, that argument might have even, like, some certain years ago that might have even like stood up but like the culture as a whole is changing the way yeah. everybody views exactly all that the, all, a lot of, of people, mental health a lot of people aren't ready for that cultural shift honestly like i wasn't i'm kind of really aren't but I, even though i'm technically a part of that cultural shift because i decided to take a step and get help you know for my mental health issue. yeah 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 but i'm still not 100% on board with everyone having mental health issues. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what absolutely. I mean? Like, absolutely. The, like, there's sometimes yeah. people who just don't know how to identify what they're going through, so they just cite mental health. It's not always the case. But, right. But, yeah, like, times have changed, times are changing. Get on board or fuck off, basically. It's, it's how it's always gonna be for the rest of humanity. 
times change, you either get on board or you're left in the fucking wind, you know? It's the only thing I can say, basically. I mean, yeah, I think back in the day, you needed, I guess, fucking, uh, in certain situations, you needed that fucking efficiency to get the job done. So as society was progressing, we needed a lot of that. But now, after we've uh, reached a certain point of, you know, as a society successful enough, uh, the entire planet and shit, we get the time to actually focus on this uh, shit. Now, Not obviously, even that. science has. Science in general has fucking taken leaps and bounds in terms of the mental space, right? Yeah. The brain, understanding emotions. It's gone fucking leaps and bounds in the last 20 years itself. 10 years itself. And people have come to understand working that much not healthy not taking time for yourself not healthy you know like all these different things like having interaction with people is healthy but being isolated for this long period of time not healthy like we've have this research to back up because we've done studies for 20 years on this fucking research and this data to back it up so get with the times or fuck off is basically uh, there's a political witch drama? I don't know what. Twitch drama? Twitch. It's regular as fucking witch. Recently, because there was someone who said self diagnosing is arguably more important than profession. No, 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 no. Self identifying? Yes, you can identify that you have a problem. Don't identify what the problem is. Identify that you have a problem and seek professional help. I'll always say that. Like, I had... I knew I had depression. I never needed to go to the doctor to know that, right? But I needed to go to the fucking professional to identify what it is, where it stems from, how to deal with it. That's why you seek a professional. Like, you can identify symptoms. Like, that's normal to identify symptoms on anything. You fall sick, you identify the symptoms, you try to treat it yourself because... To some extent, you can. You know? But mental health is the same. You can identify, you can be like, oh, I think I have some depression. But to fix it and cure it and all these things, you seek professional help. It's just yeah. the better way to go about life, you know? I mean, if you somehow can't afford it or get yourself into that, I mean, that's a different thing. But yeah, the self-diagnosis... Because, I mean, like um, me and Hunter said, we're uh, obviously uh, supporting mental health in this scenario, but we don't like the other, I don't think, uh, I, if I speak for Hunter as well, we don't like the other end of the spectrum as well, who misdiagnoses, gets that all the fucking placebo effect of thinking yeah. that, that they themselves have I that thing I had as well. that. I, I spoke to my therapist and I said, I don't know if I have depression, but I think I have a placebo effect of everyone around me saying they have depression and I kind of picked up on that placebo. And that is an actually big thing, yeah. uh, I'm pretty sure. But I don't. Uh, like, I, I had to ask. Um, you artificial agony yeah. says, uh, identifying symptoms but not diseases or conditions. Okay, but if, if you self-diagnose, you're in danger of going to going doctor shopping, going from doctor to doctor to confirm your bias. Such small percentage of people that do that, by the way. It's so fucking small that I'm not gonna negate it, I'm just not gonna agree. 
it's such a small amount of people that actually do that. Some most people they get a confirmation from the doctor that hey I don't have this and they chill with it. You know? Or if they go to another doctor and get the same one, like diagnosis of hey you have nothing wrong with it. You know, it's like sometimes you need two opinions. But yeah, I don't know, self diagnosing is terrible. But I don't know where I was going with this. I mean, yeah, I guess there are nuances to it. Not like you were, you said to confirm your bias. Obviously, that some people yeah. are actually doing that as well. But okay, now I'm a pretty fucking practical guy. The only only time you'll actually convince me if you fucking show me a Harvard study, showing uh, showing this much percentage of these people have this. But still, uh, that's what I'm going at. Uh, as of now, I don't know that world, so I think there are plenty of fucking nuances that go into it instead of j just one type of thing happening oh yeah like no i don't think self-diagnosing because so artificial says yeah because self-diagnosing isn't considered a good thing that twitch streamer wanted to argue that it needs to be done more no i right so as i said before self-diagnosing no self-identifying yes Identify you have the problem, identify you need the help, and then you do that. You, you, you seek professionals who have spent years in this field, who know what the fuck they're talking about, you know, and get help that way. I understand sometimes you can't because it's expensive. I had that issue. I still have that issue. It's expensive to seek help for these things. But once again, there are things you can do that unknown to boost happiness and the cortisol levels or whatever is exercise eating healthy you know spending time with people it's just three basic things and it's proven to help people get out of that funky situation and that depressive mindset and stuff so i mean Our argument was because of misdiagnosis then she then blame her the doctor. It's not a thing of people needing to diagnose themselves because not every, no you're not you're, you don't have that skill set. You don't have like like even if you're transgender, you don't have that skill set. You you know like also I'm being transgender. You have so many other things. You're dealing with a crap ton of things, man. It's not just one thing ever you know you have like a, a, a like a, a dysmorphia about your way you look and the way you are and like you have a visual dysmorphia too because what you see if, let's say if it's man to woman you're seeing a man but you know you're a woman kind of thing you know so you can't fucking self-diagnose on that shit you can self-identify saying hey these are my issues this is what I'm feeling and you go to a professional and they tell you A, B, Z, A, like, you know what I mean? Like... Yeah, of course you self-identify as trans, that's a, that's not a... Being trans is not a mental health issue, people, you know? Like, being trans is a, it's a gender identity kind of thing. Like, and if you know, you know, they, like, you can't... If someone, okay, this is me personally speaking and I could be fucking wrong and I could be seen as a bigot, I don't care. If you're gonna say, I think I'm trans, you're not. 
you're just not. Because every person who I know who's trans is they know. They just outright fucking know that they're in the wrong body. Okay? If you're gonna say, I think I'm something, you're not that thing. You're just trying to find a reason to be that thing. This is my opinion, strictly speaking, for myself. I mean, yeah, that might be very true, but I don't know if uh, if you're trying to find a reason to be something, even if you're not that, or that what's inherently wrong about it. Because Apart from, uh, I guess, maybe one view might be that you're not appreciating the, the people who are actually going through it, something yeah, like that. Yeah, that's my reasoning of why I would be against that. Mine is, there are people who actually have this struggle, you know what I mean? They actually have these issues that they're trying to deal with, and you kind of faking the funk takes, a, takes so much away from them. So much. What about gender fluid people? They can never be trans. Gen no, they have their own identifications. No, I mean, I feel I feel that way about mental health. You shouldn't like by faking mental health. Uh, you shouldn't like in like. You know, somehow yeah. invad invalidate other people's uh, struggles. But I don't know with gender identities. I feel like it's pretty much a free. F even if you. What? Why would uh, you identify as transgender if you're like if you in that scenario where you say you think yeah uh, you're uh, trans? Why would that outright invalidate the actual person's uh, act? Uh, somebody who's actually mm -hmm. going through that? I don't have the answer. I I I'm not in that. Not there. I don't know. Yeah, you know. I, I'm not. I feel, I'm not trans. Enough. I'm not thinking of being trans. I'm not. I don't. You know. I. I don't. I'm not like in that yeah, space. Yeah. So I have no clue to an answer for that. But I can give it hypothesis. <laughs> I can always <laughs> kind of spitball something. You know. That's we're doing here. We're just because, sharing perspectives, guys. Well, because yeah. I would say that. Gender fluid itself is not a gender. Gender fluid. I don't think gender fluid is a thing. I think it's a thing. Where you switch between genders. I think everything's a thing right now. Maybe it's a thing. I don't fucking. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not sure on this shit. But I mean, yeah, that's like, what I said. Like, it's like even your. Firstly, your. Oh, some people are definitely born that way. My argument is, if you're not born that way, why the fuck shouldn't you still be there? Fam, I can so, get a bunch of trans people to come on this podcast and really explain it to you guys, if you want that. If you guys we want can that, that, I can get Eventually. you... I can get you in the next podcast for someone to come on and do this. Literally. Because, I don't... I, I feel I have insight, but I'm not... Of course, I'm not in that community, so I don't... No, right? I wouldn't know everything, so that's one way. Okay, but yeah, I don't know. I want to move on from this topic to what uh -huh. I did yesterday. What did you do yesterday? You'll catch what I'm saying when I say it. Okay. I went to the cinema to watch Fast Nine, like Fast and the Furious Nine. <laughs> 
And I okay. Yeah. Okay. And I watched it. Okay. And boy, was that movie a fucking doozy, man. Oh, that movie is. It's so bad, it's good. It's so bad, it's good. It's. You know when I, I kept saying after Fast Five? After I kept saying how much more ridiculous could it, could it get? How much more crazy could it get? Because Fast Five to some extent was kind of realistic to some extent. You know, you're driving with the safe, that's safe, it's possible. It's possible. But like... After five, bro, they just lost fucking grip on what reality is. Straight up, these guys are like... <sighs> They're in space in this one? <laughs> they have... The most of the movies based around... Are uh, you gonna watch it? Oh, do you guys mind if I spoil it? Is it, is it uh, I'm I mean, not spoiling I the story. I personally, oh, before uh, Hunter starts, I have a disclaimer. The only Fast and the Furious movie I've seen is not a Fast and the Furious movie. It's literally Hobbs and Shaw. Because <laughs> <I've had laughs> okay, so then you don't care, right? I don't care if, if whoever is yeah. listening, I'm sorry, giant spoiler alert, but I'm going in on this. Actually, give the spoiler alert now so that yeah. uh, maybe they can skip the next five whatever minutes. I don't know how many minutes I'm going on for this. But yeah. Like, yeah, okay, spoiler. Spoiler alert, big warning, spoiler alert, I will, I'm not putting fucking tags, you guys can skip along and figure it out. Yeah, this okay. motherfucker ain't doing that much yeah. effort. <laughs> so, <laughs> fuck, where's my brain? Okay, so, most of this movie, somehow, the key thing is that they're using magnets. <laughs> Don't know why, it felt very weird watching this. From the first scene, kind of, where John Cena's, like, plane comes in and picks him off, it picks up his car mid-air, and the plane had a giant magnet clamped to it, and it caught the car, to, like, the next, after, like, a few scenes in, where... This truck, metallic truck, had this gigantic fucking magnetic thing where it just pulls anything metal, right? But it didn't make sense. The physics didn't line up. So they're driving through the street, they turn it on, forks, bicycles, and cars move and stuff, right? But I'm like, there's so many other metallic things in this world that didn't stick to this that it never made sense. You know? Nah, fam. This magnet just attracts family. Like... <laughs> <laughs> Essentially. And like, there's this one scene where the truck is driving, right? And John Cena's car is next to them. And this girl turns on the magnet. And through the fucking windows? Okay? Through this like, glass alley window. With like, other metallic things in the way. But no, 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 no. It only pulls the fucking car. Right? Only the car. It didn't collapse the truck's metallic structure in on itself. None of that. It didn't have logic to this fucking magnet, man. 
What are you talking about science? It didn't have fucking <laughs> logic. It... Everything defied fucking logic in this entire movie, and it hurt. Like, how they even explained Dominic Toretto so Vin Diesel having a brother? Right? When he wasn't mentioned in eight of the previous movies. <laughs> he wasn't mentioned once. It was only Mia, his sister, and Dom. They were the only two siblings. But they kind of made it seem like, oh, yeah, when Dom gets back from prison, like, the brother's outcast, so no one spoke about him. Kind of thing. So they kind of made it make sense, right? But what didn't make sense was the resolution of John Cena becoming on their side and they accepting John Cena it that, that entire sequence never fucking made sense oh yeah the family thing was bought in really big because there's a scene where John Cena is about to fall off the fucking truck and then Vin Diesel does some super cool awesome car moves right and saves him and in, in all honesty John Cena should have been ripped in half in that scene but hey he's John Cena Right, <laughs> so there's a scene where like that happens, and Vin Diesel says, "I'm like, nah, he's family. I gotta save him." Kind of. He doesn't say it, but you know that's what the scene is about. So he saves him, and they have this eye-to-eye -eye moment, like with their bonding. They're like, "Yo, my brother still," and like they're like, "Yeah, we're related, family. Fuck yeah, baby." Right. So they have this whole scene, and out just on that eye look, they look eye to eye, right? They all of a sudden the entire dynamic of the movie changes and John Cena is now on the team of Dom and his crew Which let me fucking get on another level. These guys are people who street race Right, they're street racers and they're thieves, but they're not like professional upper echelon thieves, you know When did they get fighting and military training? <laughs> when did they get these things? Because in this new movie, all of them, Ludacris, Tyrese, all of them know how to fight and know like military tactics and how to shoot guns like epically. It's America though, so the they gun know how to go, doesn't surprise They know how me. to go to fucking... Okay, so Tokyo Drift has this white kid who goes to Tokyo and somehow learns how to speak Japanese in two weeks that he's there. Okay, and he becomes the Drift King because why not? So, Bow Wow, this white kid, and this Japanese guy, all of a sudden, in like the last however many years since Han died, become rocket scientists? You heard me right. They become, these guys who drift cars become rocket scientists. Yeah, because it's totally not rocket science. So fucking weird, bro. Okay, let me just ask this. Like, you know, uh, you're clearly bitching on this, and I've never. Not knew bitching. What this... That's the thing. I love it all. <laughs> I'm not bitching. I mean, I'm saying side... what it is. But I. I mean, that's side bitching when you know you love it, but you still got to say oh, yeah, that yeah. kind of I, thing. I hate yeah. that I love it, basically. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, since I know nothing about the movie, so, yeah. like, whether initial few movies really coherent in the story and really good that this pisses you off because I, I have no fucking no clue. no 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 that's the thing about because, uh, that's the thing was that cars and boom, boom, so, boom, that's the entire thing if i, I go storyline wise it's 
the stories that add up is the first one, and then it goes to the fourth one, right? And then fifth, sixth, I think. After sixth, it then turns back to the third movie, and then seventh, eighth. Like, it's the, 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 the fucking thing of the movies is all fucked. But story-wise, one and four are basically where the storyline starts basically and then number two is an outlier number three is an outlier Hobbs and Shaw is an outlier but they had to tie in the third one in this last movie and the last few movies they tied in the third one to say oh this is where Han was during this time because Han is the Japanese guy that everyone loves and now also Han Han somehow fucking is an assassin Kind of, and he, and he's taking care of like. I love it and I hate it so much. There's so many fucking things in this movie that I'm like, fam, this doesn't make any sense. But, but I yeah, love it. I, I know where you're come, coming from because you know, like, I didn't have expectations from Fast and the Furious anyway. But there are things that are supposed to be considered very legendary and oh, in yeah. nine nine episodes if that thing can fuck up i'm talking about star wars if something as legendary as that can over and diluted and fucked up it's no surprise no, to me that it didn't get it didn't get it didn't so the first one is has an element of street racing and drag racing but the overall story of the first movie is that Paul Walker's character is an undercover cop and Dominic Toretto so Bendis' character um, is a street racer but on this like his main job is he pulls heists of like these running trucks with these cars and stuff right so Paul Walker's character went undercover infiltrated the gang and so on so forth right Uh, where was I in my purposes? That's the first story. So the first one is a good story, right? No absurdities, really. Everything was kind of legit and it could be done. But the second one gets a bit weird. The second one gets a bit weird. You know? Where... It's where they introduce Tyrese's character. And... Now, the racing is still there, but it's more on Paul Walker's storyline of him now being an undercover cop to find this illegal drug ring or some bullshit I can't remember so long ago. And then the third one is so disconnected from the first two, it made no sense until the very end where Vin Diesel shows up. Right, very end, like I'm talking the last fucking scene. Last cut scene, like last 10 seconds of the movie, Vin Diesel shows up. And that's how they tie it in to the current, like the Fast and Furious storyline. So that's my favorite movie in my opinion. And it gets a bit crazy in that one too because it's a bunch of teenagers in Japan who have import cars who drift at night with crap ton of money flying everywhere. It doesn't make sense, but hey, it happens, you know? And when I say teenagers, I mean like 16 year olds, 15 year olds who are all up with their own cars. It didn't make sense. Boy. 
Okay, and then the fourth one is kind of where the wheels of the absurdity really kick into gear. So you find out Letty is dead. So that's Dom's girl. And you find out she was doing this in high stakes illegal racing to the other side of some fucking border through these intricate tunnels. It's basically moving drugs, right? And then they make up this entire villain arc and I think that's the one where Wonder Woman, what's her name? Gal, Gal Gadot. Gal I think that's the yeah. first one she shows up in. She was hot there too. Holy fuck. Jesus Christ, that lady's too hot to live. I don't know why she's alive, she's just too hot. But yeah, that's the first one she shows up in and... The absurdity is kind of there. It's kind of there. But the fifth one is where they straight up went, fuck logic, fuck it, it doesn't have to exist, you know? She is hot, Gal Gadot is fucking hot as, she's crazy hot man. You would think, nah, she's not pretty, you know who's pretty? Emma Stone is pretty, you know? That, that, that's pretty. Charlize Theron is pretty. Emily Radinchowski is pretty. Gal Gadot is fucking hot. I'm, I'm done on that. Okay, so the fifth one becomes insane where now they're robbing some guy in Brazil. And The Rock shows up because The Rock is trying to basically catch yeah. Dominic Toretto's crew yeah and that's kind of kind of an Aurelius where the biggest boom of the franchise happened the biggest boom like the franchise was huge Fast and Furious was a huge franchise from the first movie itself and the third movie kind of cemented it but the fifth movie really fucking boomed it and it becomes insane because so then all they they do the final heist where it's crazy Paul Walker and Belize in the car with the safe attached. Iconic now, but you think about it like this is fucking weird and makes no sense. But they're yeah. driving through fucking Brazil with this thing and it looks epic and randomly there's a scene where they go through they they run through the fucking ghetto of Brazil, whatever, or Sao Paulo or whatever. And they land, they take heavy hits, and at the end they escape, and in the most random time, Mia's like, I have to tell you something, I'm pregnant. They're like, fam, this is the wrong time to say this. <laughs> this the, like, everything in that entire movie, every time they say a cheesy line, it didn't make fucking sense. Not once did it make sense. Like, I'm trying to think of another one. In the new movie, there's a crap ton of these, by the way. A crap ton. Like, there's a guy, okay, in the sixth, seventh movie, one of the two, seventh movie, I think, they they bring up the, must be the sixth one. Is a sick, guys, can someone in chat tell me, is this the sixth or the seventh one? There's so many movies I don't remember. There's one where there's a tank. There's one where they're fighting Jason Statham. 
right? That's like... And then there's one where they're fighting Jason Statham's brother? <laughs> Bro! And that's the- I think the Jason Statham brother one is the one with the fucking tank on the water with the submarine. Is the tank- uh, wait, the tank one? Is the tank one? What? No, I think the one after that. Yeah, the tank one is not the one with the rock. The rock came in the fifth one. The Statum one is the next one where the rock breaks his arm, I think. And then he's in the hospital and some of Vin Diesel's in a car, flips the car, throws the fucking bomb into a helicopter while they're escaping. And that's with Statum's brother. And they tied in Tokyo Drift in the next movie where Han dies into the seventh one by saying that Jason Statham killed Han to take revenge on Don Toretto killing Jason Statham's brother. Oh my god! I can't remember if you were remembering these things. <laughs> so deep into this. I mean, I can see how convoluted this fucking shit is. It's so fucking confusing. And it's like... And then Hobbs and Shaw comes out, right? Which is an outlier to this whole thing. Which never made sense in my opinion, but it's one of the best movies they've made. It was funny, it had every element of it, I think. Hobbs and Shaw? No. Oh, fuck, man. <laughs> you don't even know what's what. It's because so it's, it's such a huge... It's, it's ten movies, basically. Yeah. I mean, my entire interpretation of the whole fucking thing is they did a movie which was based on all that fast action and gimmicky shit, and it was good. But the thing is, the second one can't be less gimmicky than the first one. And the third one can't be less all of that than the they second one. They just get one. more. Every and, movie and they more, get more and more and more. Actually, they had to keep on doing it. Bruh, I need to know why... Vin Diesel looks like a fucking baboon in some scenes, bruh. I'm not even... Like, he straight up looks like he's trying to look like King Kong in some of these scenes. I have no words, like... Also these, these weird... I need, I need to know people who watch the movie, if you notice this. They give each other the look. They, they always give each other this look in Fast and Furious movies. He looks like a thumb he does. Charlize Theron in the new movie looks like a fucking dick. She looks like a penis, bro. Why did they cut her hair like this? She looks like a penis. It's not even she, her mushroom head, bro. Mushroom head. Okay, but like, here's my thing. Here's my thing. Here's my thing. <laughs> they're on. They're in their cars, right? And Vin Diesel gives a look to his girl Letty, you know gives a look and then she looks back like they see something happen they look back at each other it's like hmm uh-huh only one word comes to your head bro when they do these looks i'm not even fucking they've inning they've, they've integrated into our heads only one fucking thought comes to your head when they give each other these looks throughout the movie and it's family i fucking i'm so pissed off that they fucking marketed this movie so brilliantly and they've, they've fucking got into our brains to know when they give each other this look of approval and kind of, I know what's going on, kind of look. 
you know that all they, they, they want to represent is family. It's so fucking annoying and brilliant and beautiful at the same time. I love this franchise, man. Motherfuckers literally made this meme now so that they can sell five more movies. I've done, I think the last, the next one is the last one and they fucking Damn. Yeah, yeah. But it's kind of cringe. It's super cringe. But I love it. Like, my favorite movie, my favorite feel-good movie that every time I watch it, I feel amazing while watching it is Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift. Don't know why, but as a kid, when I was sick and I was kept home, or when I was like sad, and anytime I wanted a movie to watch, the DVD of Tokyo Drift was always there for me. Okay, I didn't have TV growing up. I didn't have cable or whatever. I only had this. I only had DVDs. But the only DVD I always used to repeatedly put in is Tokyo Drift. So I have a I have a special place in my heart for Tokyo Drift, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Some things don't need to be good for you to somehow exactly. enjoy it. Exactly, and so this entire franchise kind of has that kind of sentimental thing to for me, even though yeah. I know it's ridiculous and really bad acting and really crazy shit that's really yeah. impossible of people jumping out of cars, landing on the hood of a car, and acting like oh the hood was a soft fucking cushiony bed where I could have landed on. It's crazy. It had a good soundtrack? Hey man, they, all of them have good soundtracks. All of them. Every Fast and the Furious has a good soundtrack. I, although, I had the CD of Mehuna. That's a whole nother ball game, bro. Can we go? Okay, next time. I think on the bonus episode, John and I will tackle Mehuna and the ridiculousness of that movie. I don't know if John's watched it. If not, I'll give him the movie to watch. <laughs> and, oh, assignment. You know you've watched it though, right? Shah Rukh Khan, Mehuna. I don't really watch Bollywood. I'm, I might not seen. I'm definitely not watched the movie. I really. You've seen. You've seen. Uh, twenty to thirty times S- more Bollywood Sh- than I have. Susmita Sen isn't it? She's hot as fuck. That that song that, like you know, come on. No, I probably... Come on! Uh, everybody knows the song, but I haven't uh, watched the movie is what I'm saying. I definitely know the... Like that. <laughs> I know Shake the movie. Shake that. <laughs> Come yeah. on. And everybody Okay, guys, we're doing a definite breakdown of this fucking movie on the Patreon bonus episode that we're shooting tomorrow, but... I uh, hope you guys stuck to the end of this because we're wrapping this up. Um, you guys can find this podcast on everything. Okay? Apple Music, Spotify, YouTube. But if you want it a week earlier, it's either you watch the live show or you get it on Patreon the next day. Okay? So you guys have choices. You have unlimited choices. Go and hear it, watch it, whichever one you're comfortable with. If you're watching on YouTube, um, I would like you to ask you to drop a like and comment. Just add comments so we can kind of fin- finesse this algorithm a little bit. You know, get more people to watch and be a part of this. Um, if you're on Apple Music, rate it a five star. If you're on Spotify, just drop that, that little heart button up on there. You know, just give us a couple of listens. And that will be cool. 
Yes, the, the thing, when I thought Mel said she wanted drama to happen when she farts, oh. But yeah, okay, uh, we're gonna end this. Also, one more thing I wanna try get done, I don't know if I can. I want an intro song for this fucking podcast. Damn. I just want it, don't know how it's gonna happen, but I'll make it happen. If not, I'll find a way, I'll find a way. But yeah. Well, fucking, uh, me and Hunter are gonna acapella that shit, <laughs> if we don't Probably. get any. Uh, but yeah, so see you guys. Uh, gotta wrap this up. Anything to add, John, at the end? I think we uh had a point about something doesn't have to be good for you to enjoy it. On that note, this was the Hey Hunty podcast, <laughs> <laughs> episode 10, baby. Hell yeah! All right, guys, bye. <laughs>